Welcome back to Conspiracy Snacks in Tinfoil Hats. I am Avalon Gubernick, and I'm here today with my co-conspirator, Connor Kenworthy. The better conspirator. Not true. Um, Connor, what snack do you have today? Um, today, in honor of our, whoops, I did not mean to crinkle that in front of the microphone, um, I am on a no sugar kick, so I have some so special- So sad for you. No sugar, um, they're like sour, sour gummy. Patch kids? They're sour patch kids and like Swedish fish, but no sugar. Wow, that's uh, depressing. <laughs> really sad but they're actually not as bad as i thought they were gonna be um, i doubt that but i was looking for something red and blue because hmm. what are you eating and you can kind of explain why we're looking well, at those colors today i have two snacks just because why not um i am not on a diet because i don't care about my body and i got sour <laughs> punch bites and there's strawberry green apple and blue raspberry so red and blue and green and I also got a Peppa Pig chocolate egg. And I've waited until right now to open it. And so I got a chocolate egg and I'm going to open it. And I'm going to tell you what I got because I'm really excited about it. Oh, dang it. <laughs> I really wanted Peppa Pig and I didn't get her. What I thought you wanted the other one. Daddy Pig? Yeah. Yeah, I did. But I freaking got the brother. Oh. I don't... That well, might. that was anticlimactic. What the fuck? Anyway, um, yeah, I got a Peppa Pig egg and I got Sour Punch Bites that are red and blue because today we're going to be talking about the simulation theory. And as many of you know, the movie Matrix, which <laughs> I'll act like I'm super knowledgeable about it, but I really just saw it for the first time today. We watched it in honor of the podcast. In tonight. honor of... For research, we watched The Matrix because I had never seen it. And in the movie The Matrix, there's a red and blue pill. So our candy kind of looks like that. Yeah, we're pretending that we are taking, what was it, the red pill so that we could... Red pill is to know everything. To know everything. Blue pill was to Wake up and believe what you want to (laughs) believe. If you could, if you had that option, which one would you choose? The blue pill. To not know? Yeah. Why? Because I, why would I want to know that the I human race has been? Know. You'd want to know, and then yes. what would you do? I would try to stop it. Would you? Yes. Would Actually, you? maybe not. Maybe I'd like, it, with that knowledge, I could like cheat the system and just be super cool and do cool things. I would do that. Like I would like to be able to like do all the things that they do, like run on walls and stuff. But I don't really want to know and have that, you know, knowledge on top of my brain to have to save humanity. Not worth it. Just Who live? says you have to save humanity? Uh, Why can't you just have that knowledge and just kind of like live your life? Be like, cool, I'm in a simulation, but who cares? I'm just going to carry I mean, on. Like, I, I guess g- you could, but then with great knowledge comes great responsibility. True. I would take the red one. And then be selfish and do nothing about it. Yes. Of course you would. You're a selfish person. <laughs> rude i am not a little bit but not all the time um also we want to 
you know, address something that was said during the last Oh, just podcast. like to preface, it was not my fault. It was. You're the one that said it. Yeah, but okay, you got to listen to the context. So last week we talked about lizard people. And so since we try to buy snacks that like go with the theme of the podcast, Connor was responsible for buying the snacks. Hey, wait, wait, and, wait, wait, wait. Sh- no, 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 let no. me speak no, and then me, you can speak. No, I got the snacks the first and second week. So technically that week was your turn. Yeah, but you didn't tell me to. Am I supposed to just tell you everything to do for Oh, my podcast? gosh. Anyway, Connor bought the snacks, and he bought gummy worms. The Listen, week before the week I had before bought gummy we snakes. had gummy snakes, because we did snakes on a plane for the Malaysian Flight 370. So, in my head, I was like, oh, I've had gummy snakes before. And Connor bought gummy worms, and he told me he bought gummy worms because they were reptiles. I so, mind, I thought they were gummy snakes. In the podcast on recording, I said that gummy or that worms were reptiles. <laughs> and I would just like to retract that information because they're not. Worms are insects, but snakes are reptiles. And in my mind, I thought I was saying gummy snakes. Are worms insects? Yes. I don't know. They always have oh, weird no. stuff. Yeah, aren't they? I think they're mammals. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> they're not mammals. They're not mammals. <laughs> oh, okay. They're in They're like a bug. They're a bug. Not reptiles though. I just would like to clear that. So if any yeah, of so you listen to that thinking I'm we're an idiot, dumb. I'm not that dumb. We are dumb, but like we recognize that we're dumb and we're not that dumb. Yeah. I may be stupid, but I'm not an idiot. Okay. That's a quote from my Carly. Okay. Well, (laughs) also, we wanted to just discuss that we know that we suck. (laughs) But we have plans to get better. Like, we know our audio quality isn't the best, but we We are poor college students. And we don't have enough money to buy good microphones. So we're waiting until our tax returns. And hopefully we can try to use some of that money to get nicer stuff so please stick with us through the next um couple episodes while we wait um and then i think we're good to go are we good yeah but you're starting oh i'm starting oh i'm starting okay i was like i'm we already started (laughs) but no we're i'm starting you're starting into the history okay simulation theory yes so the simulation theory or like simulation hypothesis pretty much suggests that the reality that we're living in right now is actually a simulation, like a computer simulation. Um, and honestly, history about this was hard, like trying to find the beginning. So the the thing that I actually found, well, actually you found it when I called you and was like, I have no idea what I'm doing, um, was, you know, Plato's allegory of the cave. And so I looked up when Plato was born and we both did not know that according to Google, Plato was born May 21st in 429 BC. So he's old, old. He's old. Um, and even he knew what was going on. Even he, I guess, suggests that we lived in a simulation. So this allegory, um, I pretty much just copied your wording. Did you copy it or did you uh, paraphrase? Yes, is no, it's copied. Okay, so None this is copied. It's from Wikipedia. Okay, it's from Wikipedia. So this is what it says. I'm going to read it really fast. So it says, 
Um, or I, maybe I'll just paraphrase it. So pretty much he talks about how, like, if someone was born in a cave and then they were kept in restraints, but they could only see, like, the wall of the cave their entire life, um, and then, like, they saw, like, shadows and stuff from the fire. fire the yeah, so there's, like, fire in the cave. So they can see these shadows. They would grow up with that being their reality, and they would probably, like, name the shadows and um want like i don't know interact with them um but then they someone could come along and like liberate them and then they could see that their reality was actually fake and that um they they could eventually like there's more to their reality than they thought before yeah but also he was talking about how like if you escape a cave and you see the sun for the first time like you're not going to understand what that is and you're not going to perceive that as reality because it wasn't your reality. Did you ever see the read the book or see the movie Room? Yeah, I did. Kind of like that. Yeah, like he didn't. He lived in a room. He was till he was like five. Yeah, and that's all he knew, and that was his reality. And he would like see things on like the TV and be like, "What is that?" And his like mom would try to explain it, and he's like, "What?" Like, yeah, would not. It's a really good book. You guys should read it. <laughs> um, but so. That was kind of like the oldest thing that I found that kind of suggested that I guess that we live in a simulation. Um, but then, so I guess if you get more modern, shh, I'm just kidding. It wasn't even loud. <laughs> um, what kind of most modern was, it was Brockham. Is that his name? What's oh. the dude's name that did the three? Brostrom. Brostrom. I should have written his name at the top. Um, so he pretty much said three different things that... Um, so there's like three ultimate possibilities to the simulation theory. Um, and one is that um, most human-like species would eventually go extinct before they could ever reach the possibility of getting to the point of being able to create a simulation that someone could live in um, with the complexities of our reality. And so that was close to 0%. Like I guess there's like 0.0001 kind of thing, chance of it happening, but super duper unlikely. And then two, um, species that would reach the point of being able to create a simulation simulation like the one that we're living in uh, allegedly would be like not interested in in that simulation of creating it because they would be so much higher or whatever. And the third possibility is that we actually are living in a simulation. So those are kind of like the three only possibilities according to this dude. Um and honestly, looking at the Earth and the way things are, I'm going with number one. We're going to be extinct before we can make it to that point. Um, but then I was also reading somewhere else, and it was talking about how, like, if we did live in a simulation, the um, possibility that, like, a pop-up could, like, literally just show up in front of our face and be like, you are living in a simulation and all that <gasps> stuff. And I was thinking about in Matrix when Neo's at the computer, and then it's like, Neo, like, follow yeah. the right white rabbit. And I was like, literally, that could happen to us and just... We'd be like, okay. That would be so scary. But I also don't agree. Um, and then, so then, I also found, did you ever get into Philip K. Dick? No? Um, a little bit, but. He was just kind of the really. oldest one that I saw, like, oldest. modernly. In 1977, he just did a statement at this um, thing that said, like, we're living in a, a computer simulation. And it was kind of, like, the first time that he, people had, like, vocalized that. And then in 2016, Elon Musk was like, it is entirely possible that we could be living in a simulation. He um, really believes that. And Elon Musk is one of the smartest people on this earth. 
So. Um, okay. He is. Uh, <laughs> Hello. Do, do, you know what? This is very fitting. So today on It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, they were talking about, I was in, I'm in season eight, but they have where they're in trial, like mock trial for Frank hitting Dennis's car and him spilling uh, cereal everywhere. And they talk about how like the smartest people in the world all agree on evolution. And so Mac brings out his board of evolution. And he was like, hmm, Aristotle was like the smartest person, but he used to think that, I don't remember, everything revolved around the earth. What happened? He made everyone on earth look like a little bitch and slams and he it's keeps what Elon doing Musk that. Does. No, I'm seeing like maybe one day Elon Musk will make humanity look like a bitch. Because we believed him. Yeah, exactly. Or he'll prove us all wrong. <laughs> I'm waiting for that day until a pop up screen shows Elon up and Musk. is like, you are living in it. Even then, I'd probably. You would be, not believe that. I would not. You would think it was a hacker. Or, like, some dumb thing. No, I'm seeing, like, a picture, like, Sims, like, you're walking down the street and just, like, a pop-up shows up and you're like... Oh, that would be crazy. I would still not believe it. I would just think I'm dreaming. <laughs> um, so, la- like, I obviously will kind of will kind of get into it more, but then it's just some um, arguments that I found was that there was... An article called Sorry Elon, Physicists Say We Definitely Aren't Living in a Computer Simulation. This article is very scientific, obviously, but it actually talked about an Oxford team that uh, pretty much stated that to create a simulation power enough for like the Earth and its complexities and all that is literally like impossible. Because, know? yes, it is. 10 because to the 33 third power per millisecond is how much computer generation we would need to yeah, do. Yeah, but and then it, so that talked about like the size of the computer, the the power needed for the computer, and then the fact that in order to store like just a couple hundred electrons, like the memory of that, it requires more atoms than is available in the entire universe. Like it's literally like not possible. There's not enough particles in the universe to do it. And so therefore it's literally impossible, so we do not live in a simulation. And that's really all the history I have, and I'm ready to debunk and anything you bring. And stance. Oh, yeah. Okay. We live in a real reality. If Okay, here's the thing. If this is a simulation, this is my argument. Life sucks. And if we live in a simulation... Yeah, have you ever played The Sims and you, like, trap your sim in a room and make it poop itself to death? Oh, no. <laughs> I have sociopath is what you are. No, but everyone's done it where you like try to make your sim sad. Like you don't play the sims and like have a perfect life. Like you make That's your sim. That's what I do when I do like life Yeah, things. you're weird. You're not normal. A lot of people play the sims and like do shitty things to their sims. And so I'm like, if I do that to my video game people, why wouldn't someone do that to me? Because if someone's smart enough Because to- no one thinks that we... Like, when you play video games, you're not like, oh, this poor person has a conscious and they have feelings. Like, if I trap them in this room, they're going to be so sad. Like, you don't think that. And so why would someone that's, if we're in a simulation and they're, like, playing us in this video game, like, they're not like, oh, these poor things have feelings. I'm not going to make their life crappy. Okay, but at the same time, like, Sims and, like, the simulation that we'd be living in if it was possible is way out Nuh-uh. of yeah they're the same no they're not it's the same idea 
Yeah. Like people that have second lives on their Sims, like they try to make a better life through a video game or a virtual like reality or virtual Yeah, but it's still like, it's not the same in the fact that I feel like if there was a, a civilization that could create a program like the one that we have now, allegedly, <laughs> then why would they care about making lives hard? I feel like they'd, like what would be the purpose of it? I'll go into that. Okay, whatever. Are you done? Okay. Thank you for your input. I would just like to add one background thing. I mean, it's not that important, but um, Plato wasn't the only philosopher to kind of like, um, what's it called? Like hint at this idea of a simulation kind of a theory. Um, Rene Descartes also talked about it. Is that how you say his name? Yeah. I didn't know I'm that. I'm in psychology, so I have to know that. Oh, I'm a psychology major. I know everything. I don't, but I know his name because I freaking have to learn about him every semester. Well. Um, but he had a theory that was called the evil demon theory, which was kind of this image of an... Okay, so he talked about like yeah, evil demon. Yeah, I didn't demon. like this one. I didn't either because it made me feel kind of weird, but it also talked about God. But like he no, just... We don't have God on our podcast. He just hinted at, like, an omnipotent being that was kind of, like, um, what's it called? Basically, like, he makes things happen around us, and he, like, makes the objects around us. So it's, like... So he is just God. Just an omnip... No, but, like, an he said God, but, like, it could just be an all-powerful being that is in control of that kind of thing. Wouldn't that be a god? Like, not necessarily god, like the way people think of god, but... But a god, yeah, I guess. Okay. But... Like Poseidon? No. But, yeah. Anyway, so first, I'm gonna go more into Nick Bostrom and his kind of idea... Is it Bostrom or Bostrom? I don't know. (laughs) I'm sorry. Bostrom, Bostrom. I'm sorry, sir. But anyway, thank you for just, being smart because we are not. Just to kind of like preface things, originally I did not believe this theory and I kind of thought it was dumb, but also I didn't really know anything about it. But after doing research, I like can see why people believe it and like part of me does believe it. Part of you? A lot of part of me. Like, I have conflicting, like, values, which causes me not to really believe in it that much, but I don't know. Also, Nick Bostrom's really smart. He went to Oxford and is, like, One day he'll make Earth and all its inhabitants look like a bitch. So, if... (laughs) And I had to read his scientific... I highly suggest (laughs) that people go watch that episode because it was good. Okay, yeah. Just that whole show in general was good. Also, I had to read, like, a 15-page scientific article that he wrote about the simulation theory. And there was a lot of smart scientific phrases in it that I don't completely understand. So, like, I tried to understand the scientific side of this theory, but I kind of just got bored. So I'm going to explain it the best I can in ways I understand. So hopefully you can understand it because we're dumb enough. So if we're trying to understand it, most... I'm going to dumb it down. Yeah. The majority of humanity should be able to understand it if we okay. can try to make sense so of it. So all of these quotes and ideas are from his 
he wrote an article called Are You Living in a Computer Simulation? No. And it was published in 2003. See, he's not even, like, relevant Shh. enough. If he had posted in, like, Shut 2015. Up. It's because it... Okay. Anyway, so like Matrix Connor came said, out in 1999. Okay, can you let me freaking talk? I let you talk. Okay. So, like Connor said, his main argument is that the simulation argument shows that at least one of these assumptions are true. So there's three assumptions, and he's saying at least one of them is true. The three that I already went over, but you'll probably yeah, go over again. Yeah, but I'm going to go over no, it again, yeah. just to refresh. So the first one is that the fraction of human-level civilized... <laughs> what? <laughs> one. The fraction of human-level civilizations... Wow, there you go. ...that reach a post-human stage is very close to zero. Yes. Which is Two. true, because think about the way the Earth is going. The more technology we get, like the more we're polluting, the more we're like not taking care of our Earth. Okay. Two. The fraction of post-human... <laughs> the fraction the of post-human civilizations that are interested in running ancestor simulations is very close to zero. Three. The fraction of all people with our kind of experiences that are living in a simulation is very close to one. Yes. Mine was way more dumber downed. I know, but these are his words. Okay. Um, and he basically kind of just adding on to that. He's saying if number one is true, then we will almost certainly go extinct before reaching post-humanity. Like I've been saying. If two is true, then there must be a strong convergence among the courses of advanced civilization so that virtually none contains any relatively wealthy individuals who desire to run ancestor simulations. You lost me. What does that even mean? Basically that no one wants to run these simulations in no, the future because like, they're advanced. Yeah, and they're if like, I was why? like some like all like being that could like play a sim, like I feel like I'd be good enough. I would be in that population that would want to do it, but I, I like stuff like that. Okay. Here's my other thing, though. Let's say that is a thing. Why it, like, humanity, humanity allegedly then has been around for, like, thousands of years. Why haven't they just, like, unplugged us? Uh, I'll kind of go into that. Like, why, why then, like, would they have these simulations? Why, yeah, so why would we even have been, like, had the Dark Ages for so long if we were a simulation? Why didn't we just, like... Because, like, I've played, like, Age of Empires... And you can, like, build your civilization really fast. And then you kind of, like, hit, like, a plateau. Yeah, but I guess. So, one... I'm going to convince you that all of your research was invalid. No. Okay. So, the main idea, like, of the simulation theory, or, like, one of the ideas, is that there's this post-human civilization, and they run ancestor simulation. Oh, so it's like Assassin's Creed. What? Have you ever played Assassin's no. Creed? Oh, Okay. But that, like, they're using these simulations to see what life was like in this time. So they're That's like, I wonder. Assassin's Creed. I wonder what life was like in 2019, and then they like go and create a simulation with those resources and kind of like see how life was like. I just played Assassin's Creed. You're literally giving me. Is that I what the it is? One. Yeah, it's literally like I've only played the pirates one. And there was some other one that I played, like, years ago. But, like, 
literally it's like someone from the modern day is like working for this company and then they like go back and they have like missions and stuff to do and it's like virtual reality but it's like using ancestors memories and stuff yeah see so that's kind of what they're proposing it's a simulation inside of a simulation yeah inception also i read or i watched so i watched shane dawson did a video on this and he was talking about how some people suggest that like these simulations where they kind of like want to see what life was like is also like a television. So like people in the future are watching the simulations to kind of like, we're the hunger games. No, no, but like that would explain deja vu too. It's cause like you feel like you've lived it before and it's because someone's watching you do the same thing over and over again. They like flip back to 2017 and you have to do it all over again. And you're like, I feel like I've done this before. And it's because you have. Like you're on this endless about, loop of doing the same thing. What about people that don't experience deja vu? you just boring? No, they're just in. They like aren't as self-aware as other people. Because like sometimes there's glitches and simulations where you start to realize like, wait a second. But then like the programmer kind of fixes it and you're able to like just move on with life and ignore it. But you've never had like a sim be like, whoa, what was that? You just like go along with it. Yeah, because they're not that version. Like the game sim is not as technologically advanced as the simulation we're living in. I still think it's all BS. Okay, cool. Keep going. Anyway, so going on to more of... Nick Bostrom's thing. Let's see. Um, just like future generations might have mega computers that can run numerous and detailed simulations of their forebearers, aka ancestor simulations, in which the simulated beings are imbued with a sort of artificial consciousness. That hurt my brain too. It's just kind of what we're saying. Like, they put artificial consciousness so we feel like we are conscious beings but we're really not okay and like the post-human civilization is using it for like ancestral purposes um are they getting all of our dna and then they just upload it to a mainframe that they use in the future you know how everyone sends in their dna right now yeah that's how they get us Ooh. Um, he also, cause like as much as he believes in this, he also kind of like explains how difficult it would be and like the technology needed to do this. Like he says, this type of post-human simulator would need sufficient computing power to keep track of the detailed belief states in all human brains at all times. Basically like they need to know something's going to happen before it happens so that they can like control how you will respond to that observation and like if the simulation was to break down they can just like edit your brain before like you realize what's happening so like if you notice a glitch they can like go in super fast and be like no 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 and you're like oh blah 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 deja vu whatever um they say that in Matrix. He was like, whoa, deja vu. And he's like, that means they've changed something. And then they start that battle. Yeah, exactly. So is the Matrix just another d- 
do they want us to be self-aware or no see i feel like there is so many things that's points to simulation theory but if we were in a simulation they would like try to have us not learn about it yeah but one point he makes in his paper that i think is super interesting and i've kind of like made my own kind of theory about it like turtle people like turtle people is he said our world and every moment of our past existence might be the simulated experiment of future humans so that the simulations we're in are like experiments so they create simulations to kind of like see what would happen in a certain situation without like using their own humans because like some things are unethical do i have like a doppelganger in like the real world maybe okay but like i was talking to someone about this and they brought up like the idea of divergent you've read that slash seen it right i read it but like when i was in high school so well like they live in this civilization where they have like factions and you have to live in that and they're kind of like yeah all have like weird quirks and then towards the end of the series they like learn that they were planted there by the government to kind of like as an experiment and so i'm like why wouldn't like the government do that still like be like i wonder what would happen in this situation take a couple people put them in a simulation and kind of like play out things and as soon as they like get the information they want or if it goes bad they just unplug it and are like done yeah so then but why haven't we been unplugged because our simulation's going good so there's multiple simulations? Oh, yeah. Oh, my There's, gosh. like, billions See, of there's billions. There's so much to There's so many. There's not just one, like, we live in a simulation. There's, like, a bunch ongoing. Um, I have that somewhere. But, like, is our simulation really good? We've literally had two world wars, and all we do is destroy our planet and kill each other. Yeah. I mean, maybe that's what the point is, to see, like, what happens when certain people are in power or... Like, with certain technology and stuff. Like, what we do with that. And obviously, we're not doing a good job. So, in, in if we were in a simulation, would they be, like, programming us to do what we're supposed to do? Or would they be... Or do we have, like, our own consciousness? Like, know. is our conscience them telling us what to do? And that's why there's, like, sociopaths and psychopaths that, like... Well, so... He says, like, at our current stage of technological development, we don't have the sufficient hardware technology to make conscious minds in computers. But we're not that far away. Like, on the track that we're going, we could get there. Like, it's not an impossible idea. Like artificial intelligence? Yeah. Like, we're already at artificial intelligence, but, like... Obviously, Siri doesn't have her freaking own mind. Like, she's programmed to say certain things. But eventually, maybe. Like, they scary. make robots. Have you seen those scary robots where they put, like, skin on it? And no, they're, no, like, no. I don't they like those. smile and talk. No. And eat. Ew. Yeah. No, no, no. So I'm, I'm like, already I'm afraid of my saying, Google. Please don't hurt me, Google. I'm going to kill you. Um... Then there's, like, scientific stuff saying, like, you need 10 to the 33rd power operations per second. 
to like make an a artificial human brain, I guess. Wait, ten to the thirty third power. There's literally operations per second. Because never mind, I was gonna go chemistry on. No, but but they've also made things I forget what it was. There's like certain computer things that they've made that have like ten to the twenty seventh power. So this is kind of False. No. <laughs> this is him explaining the first assumption, which is number that one, we'll go extinct I before reaching. Number one. So he says, assumption one doesn't by itself imply that we are likely to go extinct soon, only that we are unlikely to reach a post-human stage. This possibility is compatible with us remaining at or somewhat above our current level of technological development for a long time. Before going extinct. Oh. So, so like. We're going to hit plateau. We're going to hit go. a point where we're like super technologically advanced. But not quite advanced to do simulation. And we'll just stay at that until we go extinct. I again just want to be like the Jimmy Neutron guys. <laughs> with the Like the brain stems. <laughs> they just like walk around and they're just the brains with eyes. Just. Wouldn't that be the life? Yeah. And he's just saying like. There's many ways that we can go extinct. And one could be technical technology itself like if we make dangerous technology and it kills the us, world becomes wall-e that's what i was he said something about that like kind of a wally situation and i was like they made a movie about that <laughs> that literally that movie when you hear it's kind of sad i freaking hate wally when so my sophomore year of high school i, I went with my sister and nieces and nephews and her family on a disney cruise and I, that's what i did one night my sister and brother i came back don't look at me like that they came back and they're like okay you can go do what i want and i went up to the deck where like the pool was and i got a hot chocolate and i sat there and watched wally honestly it was probably like the best experience of What's my the life worst movie you could have chosen it was playing over the pool i didn't get to pick the movie you should be like and excuse also, me okay, everyone hates that movie but it's good you don't talk oh my gosh i didn't know <laughs> you needed I do. I cannot sit in oh. silence. A Quiet Place drove me insane. <laughs> when was, what was the other thing that just happened when you're like, I can't do silence? We were at your apartment and you were like, me and Kelly were on the couch. <laughs> you just started like making noises. <laughs> or like you said I something. I don't remember, but I really can't. One it time, was when we were going to watch Frozen, I think. Oh yeah, and I was setting it up and you guys weren't talking. Yeah, it's- and I was like, couldn't do it. This is total tangent, but I'm going to tell this story anyway. (laughs) When I was in fifth grade, we went on a field trip to this boat, and we had to spend the night on the boat. It was like trying to be like the, I don't even know. It was called the Star of India. but a butt. No, a boat. I'm not Nemo. But we had to spend the night on (laughs) the boat and pretend we were like in the English colony times or whatever. Wait, wait, are you, wait. That's what English colony, like the colonies. Yeah, like, like when they came over colonies. on the boat, <laughs> the pilgrims. That's what it is. Like the Mayflower. Honestly, I don't know what that field trip was about because I hated it. All I did was complain that I wanted McDonald's. But anyway, <laughs> so we That's each had your to, brand. each group had to do a night shift, and we had to be out on the boat and like just watch the ship. We did never, we never leave. <laughs> we never left the dock like we were just on this boat it was so dumb but our wait, night shift watching for the bad guys i don't freaking know <laughs> it was like wait, was, okay, pretend when you say boat i'm literally picturing like a rowboat no like a pirate ship boat oh it was cool okay. and we like slept in hammocks in the 
in like the bottom of yeah. the boat. So our shift was from two to four in the morning. Oh I was in fifth grade. I did not want to be awake. And the captain said, like, if I hear you guys being loud during your night shift, like, you will be punished. <gasps> like me, brig. I can't be quiet now. Imagine a freaking hyperactive elementary school oh kid. Oh, my gosh. So it's really quiet. And all of a sudden. <laughs> did you just start screaming? I go, little, little, little. Like from SpongeBob. Oh my god! Really loud, and everyone got so mad at me, and <laughs> and the captain woke up. Okay, what does SpongeBob say? It was from SpongeBob. No, I know, but what? That's Patrick. He that goes, says, ah! and he goes little, 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 and then the the pirate goes. He does something weird I like that. I thought he was like art or something. Oh Maybe. no, he was doing that. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> and I just kept saying little, 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 and everyone was mad at me. And then the pirate woke up, and we had to clean the whole deck in the morning. And everyone hated me, but I just <laughs> but couldn't be quiet. I mean, that was, did that have anything? That was just you not being quiet, Tanjo. Did that have anything to do with simulation theory? Oh no. Oh okay. And after that, <laughs> field trip, I said, "Mom, I want McDonald's." So we got McDonald's for breakfast. Wow. I was also very fat. <laughs> yeah, I, you've told me about how your doctor said that to you. Yeah. Anyway, that was a tangent that had nothing to do with what we're talking about. Other than I just I appreciated cannot, that story. It's a good story. It's one of my favorites. And you get to know Avalon a little bit more. Yeah, I cannot be quiet. So, here's another quote from him. From Bra... Yep, him. What's his name? Bra... I don't want to scroll back up. Oh. Bostrom. Bostrom. So, in some ways, the post-humans running a simulation are like gods in relation to the people inhabiting the simulation. Okay. Post-humans created the world we see. They are of superior intelligence. They are omnipotent in the sense that they can interfere in the workings of our world, even in ways that violate, violate its physical laws. And they are omniscient in the sense that they can monitor everything that happens. Um... Oh, this is kind of going with the, like, divergent part, too. Okay. He says, in addition to ancestor simulations, he said one may also consider the possibility of more selective simulations that include only a small group of humans or a thir- or a single individual. The rest so this of you- is my simulation because I yeah. need to take over the world. No. And he was like, saying, like, the rest of humanity words. would then be zombies or shadow people. Humans simulated only at a level sufficient for the fully simulated people not to notice anything suspicious. What if suspicious? I told you right now that I was part of the simulation? I'd be so scared. And I'm actually here. It would make sense. Because, like, why would anyone be friends with me just to be exactly. friends with me? I'm here to. Someone's like, this I'm poor girl to, like, The reason I'm arguing with you so much is because they're afraid that or you know so much about the simulation. Or maybe we're living in my simulation that I made for myself. And I'm like, here's how my life would be if I had friends. <laughs> But you don't I did even... not give me that many friends. But that's because <laughs> they didn't want to make friends. me suspicious. Like, why am I so popular? You can you could have made yourself an actress or something. Yeah, and I didn't. No, I'm really here, and I'm here to convince you that it's not Stop. true because I'm part of the simulation. Stop. Cannot compute. Stop! 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 You're scaring me. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> um. <laughs> Stop. I 
really won't believe it. Stop. Anyway, so now that's like the broad theory. Do you have any questions? Stop acting like a robot. They're not robots. They're just- I am a simulation. Funny. Do you have any questions or comments before I continue? No. Because I know everything. Shut the fuck up. Okay, anyway, these are quotes- from other people that believe in the simulation theory that are very smart. Who? Do we have to go back to Matt? My again? lord and savior, Elon Musk. Just kidding. I'll get to him later. Okay, first quotes are from Wiz- Rizwan Burke. That's not even a real name. Oh my gosh, how dare you? That's super offensive. He's a tech Rizwell entrepreneur. Rizwan Burke. Rizwan. He's from it's India. Like Oh, no, I feel bad. Yeah, racist. Uh, He's a tech entrepreneur and the author of The Simulation Hypothesis. So, he goes to say, Simply because we perceive the world as real and material doesn't mean that it is so. In fact, the findings of quantum physics may shed some doubt on the fact that the material universe is real. The more that scientists look for the material in the material world, the more they find that it doesn't exist. What does that even mean? Because we're literally all carbon-based light forms. What does that mean? They can't find the yeah, material. Yeah, but we get to like small particles, but past that we can't go anywhere. Don't you think yeah, it's because they, the simulators made it that That's way? what the atomic bomb is. It's like it can't compute it, so that's why it just explodes. Beep, beep, boop. <laughs> they try to break a freaking atom. He also believes that there are 10 checkpoints on the road to full-blown simulation, and we're halfway there. What are they? Do you have them? No, he didn't say. (sighs) You should have looked. He said we're halfway there, but there's also, like, a lot of major barriers. Like... Like the fact that we can't physically make a simulation like that, like I said. Shut up. Um... Basically, he says, like, the way that we can get it is to produce a conscious artificial intelligence which is very hard and he's like basically here's the other thing i why would anyone try for this because every movie we've ever seen with artificial intelligence they are always bad maybe the people that make those movies are the only people that realize we're in a simulation so they make those so that we don't make technology okay but if we're in a simulation why would we be making technology to make a simulation because they want us to. What? Because we're going to go extinct anyway before we get there. Okay. So they let us. So, no, no, no. Here's the, no, because if we're in a simulation, why would we go extinct? I feel like it's either we're going to go extinct and we're not in a simulation, but we could get to a point to make one. But like, why would a simulation create it so that we have to go extinct? I don't know. I'm not a post-human It's because it doesn't being. make sense because it's false. Okay. He says another alternative to that, though. Of making conscious artificial intelligence is tricking our consciousness into thinking that we are in re- reality when we are in a video game, which is could happen. Happens. Like a lot of people use virtual reality and like forget that they're in virtual reality. Like a lot of people or use it like for dating. People don't and, like, even like weird eat fetish when things. Games. Yeah, like sometimes you forget and like. Yeah, that's scary to me. Um, Isn't that... No, it's like that Black Mirror episode where the wife's husband dies. 
to like put all oh. the information they can find about him in that yeah. thing. And then, yeah. Mm-hmm. See, another proof that if we're not in a simulation and we're ever thinking about creating one, we should not. Because <laughs> robots are evil. My laptop's going to come alive one day and kill me. Ew, no. Okay, here's a quote from New York University philosopher, philosophy professor David Chalmers. I think that's how you say his name. But basically... It's pronounced Chalmers? <laughs> shut up. Basically, he was like, either the people running the simulation could be these like omnipotent, all-powerful, all-knowing beings... Or it could just be a freaking teenager effing around on a computer and like, haha. That's what like I brought That's up. That's why my life sucks. Yeah. What if a teenager's running your simulation? Like people that are super successful, like they have good people running their simulations. And people like, like us some, that like, suck. Five year old. We have like, like some dumb person like, hey, go to college and fail. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's not funny. <laughs> Too real. <laughs> um. Oh, do you want to hear something that's going to F you up? No, because none of this is, no, makes listen, any sense No, listen, this quote me. is pretty fun. I might have to say it twice because it's a lot. This is a quote from a theoretical physicist, David Bohm. He said, listen, you need to listen. You can't I'm interrupt listening. me. Reality is what we take to be true. What we take to be true is what we believe. What we believe is based upon our perceptions What we perceive depends on what we look for. What we look for depends on what we think. What we think depends on what we perceive. What we perceive determines what we believe. What we believe determines what we take to be true. What we take to be true is our reality. Wait, what? Do you want me to read it? Do like a circle? Yeah. So basically, like, it starts with what we take to be true is what we believe, and then it ends with what we take to be true is our reality. And so basically it's saying like whatever we perceive is what we believe and whatever we believe is is what we think is true. So like what we're seeing and perceiving in real life is our reality, but that doesn't necessarily mean it is reality. It's just our reality. Okay. Boom, boom, boom. But yeah, I thought that was a cool quote because it goes back to like the Plato's cave thing like they thought that was their reality because that's all they knew that's why we think this is our reality because this is all we know like but we then, haven't like, what would the other reality be like like star wars like no i'm just saying like it might be very similar to what we're living but like not completely whatever whatever you want to say now to elon musk Questionably one of the smartest men on this Wasn't earth he going right to now. the moon or something at one point? He sent a freaking Tesla to the moon. Not the moon, to space. And he's planning a trip to Mars. I want to go to Mars. He can't go to the space moon. Because we can't even go to the moon. <laughs> we need to figure out what we need to do. Oh, I'm so ready. Okay, this is what Elon Musk said, and I was like, whoa. He said, 40 years ago, we had Pong, two rectangles, and a dot. That is what games were. Now, 40 years later, we have photorealistic 3D simulations with millions of people playing simultaneously. And it's better. It's getting better every year. 
But and the bitch soon, Siri still can't understand what I'm saying. And soon we'll have virtual reality, augmented reality. If you assume any rate of improvement at all, the games will become indistinguishable from reality. <gasps> also, Elon Musk, dang it, I thought I wrote it down, but I guess I didn't. He said there's a one in a billionth chance that we are not in this simulation. <laughs> no. Because he's genius. Aristotle. Anyway, I just thought that was interesting because, like, we have come so far in just 40 years. Just imagine no, is... in another 40 years where we could be. 40 okay, years ago like, literally, was the Nintendo 64. Yeah, we talk about all good how technology is, but then my phone, like, literally can't even get my footprint right every time. Yeah, but that's different kind of technology. Is it, though? And, like, who's to say they don't have the technology? They're just not. They're using it for other things right now. They're not going to, like, release, like, here is a fully conscious robot. Here, have fun. They're going to use it for their own stuff. They're going to be like, Yeah, but if we had fully conscious robots. I was going to say, why wouldn't they already have made an army of robots? That's true. Ha! Wait, what? I wasn't listening to what you said. Yes, you were. You said it was true. What would you say? I said if they had robots that were, like, sentient beings, I don't know. Is that even a word? What does that mean? Why wouldn't they have made an army already of it? Maybe they do. But they're waiting for the opportune time to use it. That's Um, terrifying. Also, there's another quote from a cosmologist. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. I have friends that are cosmologists. They're really good people. What does that mean? Cosmetology. That's not cosmetology. A cosmologist? cosmologist not cosmetologist stupid okay wait i'm Why gonna would google I include it? a cosmetologist quote because they can still be smart just because someone's a cosmetologist yeah but no one if i said that you would not take me seriously i didn't i think cosmologist it was like space cosmology is a branch of astronomy okay yeah screw you shut up and he but said that fake worlds outnumber real ones and we live in this like multiverse where we have the Spider Man in the multiverse. <laughs> Do we both go Marvel with that? <laughs> yeah. Marvel multiverse. And he's basically saying that there's like a great number of virtual multiverses and there's a limited a great number. And he says there's no reason to believe we are living in anything but a Matrix style simulation. I'm going to finish with reasons we could be living in a simulation. Fine. Like, fun ones. Like, fun ones. Uh, 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 uh. Mandela Effect. Listen. Okay, how was that? It's proof that whoever is in charge of our simulation is changing the past. Or that there's it's evidence of parallel universes. So, like, say they just change the past, and that's why some of us believe one thing and others like believe the other. Like why some of us believe that there's been three Jumanji's? There's not three Jumanji movies. I swear the second one should be the third one. Okay, wait. Honestly, this is going to be another tangent, but if I need you to either comment on something if you think that when the third Jumanji was coming out, or <laughs> when the second Jumanji was coming out, that it was actually the third. And the newer Jumanji, The one that just came rock. out in 2019. 
Connor believes that there's three. Not and there's not, two. Yeah, no, and then not including like the old old one. Yeah, not there's with Robert like, Robin Williams. Yeah, no, no, no. But I swear there'd already been two of the new ones. And I've known and three people that have thought the same thing, and so I don't understand. I need someone to let me know if that's a thing. So if you think that, maybe you guys are part of a glitch in the simulation. Okay, point two. Electrons. How come sometimes they act as a wave and sometimes they act as a particle? It's because... No, our oh simulation God. is conserving its resources and rendering certain things only when it knows we're looking at them. No. Then why? You're the smart chemist or whatever. Exactly. And I don't know. It's just Why no. does it do it? Because no, they just You don't, don't know. If you can't know, prove it, I don't know in a way to just explain it like easily. Why does it do it? I don't know. They act Because of the simulation. They're oh like, why waste our energy on making this always one thing when we could just make it two things, depending on if someone's looking. Like, maybe my car right now is not my car because I'm not looking at it. But then when I go down there, it's my car. Because I'm like, oh. And they're like, no. oh, she's going to go. That would take so much, like, monitoring. Yeah, there's a lot of people in control. It's not just one. Anyway, there's like 7 billion people on the planet. DNA. In 2017, a multidisciplinary group of researchers at the University of Washington <gasps> That's where I want to go. proved that they could embed malicious computer code into physical strands of DNA. What is like what is the repercussions of that? It's just me it's just proving that we can put computer code into DNA. Like it's not weird. Oh. Like, we've done like it. DNA is information. Yeah. So, like, computer code, okay, I, I see what you're saying, but, like, I would need information about that. Okay, well, that's all I have, so. Okay, well, then you're, you suck at doing Climate research. change. Why would our civilization just coincidentally be set in this time of environmental chaos? What? We could just be an ancestor simulation so that they can know how to solve energy, solve energy crisis. Or we're causing the energy crisis because we chopped down all the trees. Yeah, maybe they did that on purpose, though. They're like, we're going to make these people cause an energy crisis and we're going to see how they solve it. So that maybe they're in an energy crisis and they need help solving it. So they're going to see how we do it first before wasting resources and money on doing it themselves. What? No. Why? Because then they would be going through the same thing that we'd be going through, and then they wouldn't have no reason to be in a simulation because they'd be so worried about the stupid energy crisis. Whatever. I just know. Um, rules dumb. of the universe. How come there's so many strict laws of physics? That could be possible evidence that we live in a video game. Or just the fact that nature has order. Like, why is the speed of light the fastest rate at which a particle can travel? Like, why? Maybe that's the speed limit for so transmitting fast. information in our simulation. <gasps> wow. Thank you. No, and also, it's not that. actually possible to prove that we're not living in a simulation. But it's not possible to prove that we are. Which is like the hugest theory. No, that's so dumb because it's not possible to prove that we are living But in it's a not possible to prove that we're not. It's also what that doesn't mean you anything. can't prove that we're not in a simulation. That's literally right like now. people with like God. Like, you can't prove that God's real, but you can't prove that he's not real. Yeah, 
So oh my gosh. <laughs> what? I'm just saying. I want to throw this microphone at you. Good. Because that wouldn't even hurt. Because your whole body is numb. <laughs> yeah, I'm probably gonna pass on soon. Okay. Also, this was new information that I learned. The Goldilocks zone. Do you know what that is? Um, where it's just right. Yeah. Wow. Wait, really? I didn't even freaking. <laughs> do you not even know the story about the Goldilocks? Wait, do but I put it together? We the Earth wow, exists. I am so smart. It the Earth exists in the space where it's okay. It's enough to store greenhouse gases to keep liquid water. But far away enough that we don't become like a hot house, like yeah, like, like the Venus of the sun, yeah, yeah. So like, why is it's like very convenient that we're in this like just right spot? It is very convenient, but at the same time, like maybe they placed us that's there. That's why there's it's not like there's just thousands of worlds like ours that we know about. Like we haven't even found a world like ours, so it's not really convenient. I it's just about like that too. Like, we have not Chance. found aliens because the simulation doesn't want us to. What? Yeah. No. Because aliens are people that escaped the simulation. <gasps> like Star Wars. Yeah. The Rebellion. The Empire is trying to force them back into the... Also, this is in ghosts. Like, paranormal activities are not, like, ghosts. It's glitches. So when, like, a door opens and you're like, oh, a ghost. Like. Remember when that door opened? Yeah. That was a glitch. It was definitely a ghost. It was definitely a glitch. It was definitely the air, but it was a glitch. Um, And the last thing, Yanny versus Laurel. You know, Laurel. stuff like that. Where it's Yanny. like, do you hear Yanny or Laurel? Or do you see the blue and black dress or the white and gold? Like, each of us lives in our own world. What we perceive as reality is, in fact, partly a simulation created by our own brains. But, okay, here's the other thing. So here's my argument to that. If it was a There's simulation... No what? <laughs> no, stop. No spoon. Okay, Matrix. Um, so, you know how people always talk about, like, how what if your green is, like, different? Like, we see green a different color, but we both learn to call that color green. Yeah. But, like, if we were in a simulation... Why wouldn't we all just know what green is? Because it, why would they wouldn't be able to program it for all of us to see different colors? So like, that's why, what it's saying. Why it's would, saying we use our past experiences to help us process the fragments of data that we're receiving. So like, there's fragments in the data. Like, not every simulation is gonna be perfect. So we use like our past quote unquote lives or past simulations we've lived in to kind of like be like, oh, that's green. So, okay. Or that dress so is black and blue. Because I feel it like definitely you're flip-flopping too much because like, are we like the Matrix where we're like downloaded into a simulation or that's are the thing. we there's like, like many different, programs There's No, there's many different theories. Oh my gosh, there's too many. They so there's to some that believe together. like we are conscious. Some believe no. It's just a lot. And it doesn't make sense because, and they don't know because they're wrong. Okay. Well, that's all the stuff I have. I just would like to end by saying. No. I believe that. Like after reading this research, I totally think 
that it's possible. Like, I don't think it's an impossible idea. Like, on a possibility scale, I'd give it, like, a six or seven. That is not a high number. It's higher than... I give it maybe, like, a three. Yeah, mine's higher than yours. Yeah. So, but I feel like there's more evidence. Why? Why don't you think it's real? Because I feel like if it was real, we would have more evidence of it, and then we we could get like if we have the consciousness that we think we do then we would be able to figure it out and then we'd rise up and what if the reason we can't figure it out is because we're not fully conscious well then why wouldn't they just shut down all of us from thinking that we live in a simulation why wouldn't that just be like a no thought process because it's not obviously like some people think it but they're not able to do anything about it Except for you said people that live on other planets are escapees. Yeah, but I didn't like that. Okay. But basically, we are living in a simulation. No, we're not. Yes, we are. Okay, I want... This is one where we need... We need people... We need to make, like, a Twitter poll. Also, there's a lot of, like, pictures where things just coincidentally are next to each other. But you're like, that's a glitch. Or it's Like, there's a picture of, like, six people in the same outfit. Photoshop. I know, but I've seen things sometimes where I'm like, what the... Okay, well, let us know what you think. We're interested to know because I think it's a load of BS. But whatever. It's not. Also, thanks for listening to our conspiracies. We're not... Experts. We're not experts at all. We are not even conspiracy theorists. I kind of wish I was. Yeah, we. that's one of the reasons we wanted to start the podcast is because we'd always hear parts of conspiracies and then be like... That's interesting. Them. Like, I just love learning about them. So we're like, why not start a podcast where we learn about them and then argue about them? Because we also we like to, to argue. argue. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, we're not super. I don't know. You could like, if you're. There's probably so like, there's so much information out there, and like, it's hard to just sum it up in like an hour or an hour and a half. Yeah, like, it's hard. so hard. And sometimes, like, I could research for days and days on stuff, but oh, I also yeah, yeah, yeah. don't have the time. No, we're so, both like, if we full-time miss stuff, college students with part-time jobs. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Honestly, if you have more information, send it to us because I would love to I'd read love it. to learn. But also, hopefully, we're kind of there for the people like us that, you know, want to learn about conspiracy theories and, you know, keep an open mind. But then also, you know, we're have not, yeah, we're not going to go live in a bunker and... I from mean, the government. maybe someday I will. <laughs> and I will have to get on here and be like, this is the last episode of our podcast. Avalon has gone I'm just going to believe everything. <laughs> um, how, can, how can they reach us? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you can find us. So we finally got everything together. We had recorded a couple episodes before, but we are now officially on Spotify. We are still waiting to get approved by iTunes, but our first episode will be coming out on, well, I mean, obviously, you'll have known if you're listening to this, (laughs) found it, Uh, but you can find us on Instagram at snacks and tinfoil hats. You can email us at uh, cstfhpodcast at gmail.com, and we're on Twitter at, uh, at cstfhp. So, I don't know. Send us things. If you have a conspiracy that you love, let us know. 
Um, and always remember to keep an open mind. As you grab your snacks. And your tinfoil hats. Okay, bye. bye. <laughs>